Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Support for The Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. So on that date, every single body that is has anything to do with food in the building is going to be with us. It's going to be, you know, fed by us. So it's about 50 plus thousand people on that day. I'm Robin Sessingham, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and southern charm, The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. The Super Bowl is set to take place in Miami, and we're already declaring an MVP, the stadium's head chef. Support for the Zest Podcast comes from Seitenbacher brand natural foods like muesli cereal, oils, oatmeal, energy bars, gluten-free fruit gummies for the kids, organic coffee, and more. Available in supermarkets, health food stores, or online at seitenbacher.com. Diane De La Cruz is the executive chef of Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, the site of this year's Super Bowl on February 2nd. As the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs prepare for a showdown on the football field, Chef D, as she's known, is busy prepping for her own role on Super Bowl Sunday, feeding everyone in the building, from the fans to the media to halftime entertainers and the athletes themselves. Dela Cruz is employed by Center Plate, a company that handles food and beverages for hundreds of venues across North America and the UK. The Dominican-born chef is the first female to lead a Super Bowl's food program. She spoke to the Zest producer, Dalia Colon, about what's on the menu for game day and how you can score a touchdown with your own Super Bowl party food. My name is Diane De La Cruz, and I am the executive chef for Hard Rock Stadium in uh, Miami, Florida. So talk me through Super Bowl Sunday for you, because for a lot of us who don't even know what teams are playing, you the real MVP. No matter who we're rooting for, we all want to have good food. And we know that the players train for this, they warm up, but it's also game day for you. So what does Super Bowl Sunday look like for you? So let's put it this way. For us, we've been doing this for the last six months. We, um, we started in the process of creating menus, um, outsourcing uh, our small vendors, who is going to do what, who is going to provide me work with what. Um, of course, financially, we need to cost everything that we do in here as well. Um, and then as three months ahead, then it's about doing tastings for the different, you know, the NFL is in here, but, you know, we also have a lot of uh, party planners, et cetera, et cetera. So once we actually go through the process of doing tastings and getting approval for the menus, then we put everything, like I said, we confirm everything. And instead, it's the process of for us to create operationally, logistics, support systems, um, you know, who and where, 
who it's going to be here and uh, so it's it's a it's a process that doesn't start a week before i think the only thing that we start two weeks before is the process of um prepping bringing everything that is dry which is paper etc etc and then it takes us about about a week to start actually doing that enhance like all in preparations for every single food um, that is going to go out for the Sunday at Super Bowl. How many people are you feeding on that day? Uh, probably we're going to have about forty-five to fifty thousand seats available at that point, and then the other part, I think, it's going to be media. So on that day, every single body that is has anything to do with food in the building is going to be with us. It's going to be you know, fed by us. So it's about 50 plus thousand people on that day. Oh my gosh. So you're feeding the entire building. You're, you're basically feeding a city. Talk to me about the special menu for Super Bowl Sunday. I printed it out. I've been drooling over it. It's not just the nachos and hot dogs that we would expect, although there are those two with a little bit of a Florida twist, but it really is a Florida centric menu. And as a Floridian, I'm proud to read it and see how well Florida's food and culture will be represented at the Super Bowl. So talk to me about how the menu came to be. I always tell people, you know, when we create menus, we really like to go back into the people that is here with us, the chefs that are here with us, you know, where have we come from? You know, what is our nationality? What do we want to evoke? What do we want to really translate to every single guest that comes here? Um, so let's just put it this way. We have a Latino porqueta. You know, we, we in, our, in our country, um, I have two uh, of our chefs, uh, they are here with me, are from Puerto Rico. I'm from the Dominican Republic, so we're very islanders. And we decided to take, you know, the pork belly, and we soften it up with another pork, pork pot inside. And we do what we call a trifungal, which is um, green plantains, yellow plantains, and uh, cassava or yuca. And we're smashing them up with pork crackling, garlic, you know, culantro. And we're stuffing them up. Uh, we do it a little bit of a subi style. And then we kind of make it all very crunchy on the outside. So for me, that is kind of a, it, it, all of us there together. So we, we really capture the city in terms of how diverse we are, how much, you know, um, we sort of kind of here. We, if you look at it, we have a... a kimchi spice and it's a compressed tuna and that is also kind of evoking the fact that we are fresh you know we are right in front of the ocean we have so much our seafood is it's coming from different places but of course we're still keeping that sustainability when it comes to every single of the vendors that we have here um if you go to one of the clubs you're gonna have uh, we're gonna have an arepa bar which is great because, you know, the Venezuelan community is such large in here. So I think that's how we fed all of us. Our menus are coming from the diversity of the city, the crispiness of the city, you know, the music and everything that we do in Miami, which is all, you know, fun and, and, and crispy and beautiful and, are of course, very flavorful as well. I'm curious what the high rollers are eating, because I know in the concourse level, you've got the Key West dog with key lime aioli. You've got the Cuban dog with mojo pork, both of which are served with plantain chips, one of my favorite snacks. And then as we get into the high rollers in the sweets, what will they be enjoying? Well, our high rollers, of course, we have, um, we're going to be poaching lobsters and doing, you know, um, what we call giant shrimps for some of the, for some of the sweets. Um, 
course, the porchetta is part of that, that menu. Another thing that we have is, you know, we really, when we did the high rollers, we make sure that we're giving you a little bit of the high-end part of it. Um, we have this beautiful sous vide and smoke uh, rosemary tenderloin that we actually chill and slice uh, from, you know, a la carte. And we serve it with, um, we have one of the farms is a uh, Tina farm. And um, what Tina does is she produces all of our tomatoes, all of our heirloins, and, you know, the petites arugula. So I think what we did with the sweet menus, and we really made it fun. I want you to be able to say, you know, I'm having my uh, Cubano sausage, which is one of our signature items created just for this building. Um, imagine having anything that goes in a Cubano grind with the special spices that we have here. And then what we did is we take your favorite, you know, our, our sweet plantain, we dehydrated that, and that dust goes into part of the spices for the sausage. And we actually do an actual casing for that sausage. Um, we created a spicy bacon um, and uh, onion relish, kind of a spicy relish for that sausage. And it's actually, we have a custom-made cilantro bun as well. So I think we kept it fun, kept it, you know, we still, you're still going to have, you know, the raw bar, the oysters, the seafood, but we want you to come in and feel like you still want to come to see, it's still a football game. We still want you to get the best quality, our signature items, but at the same time, the high rollers are going to be eating the best sausages. And you, of course, the, our porchetta, our, you know, ahi tuna, which is going to be, again, we, we, we have our, our kimchi spice just got made for us as well. And, um, and we'd actually do compress that for three days. We cry back that for three days. So we get all that flavor in there and we actually um, slice it off from scratch, you know, fresh slice and um, we do a beautiful salad with that as well. That sounds like quite an endeavor. For most of us, cooking Thanksgiving dinner is probably the biggest meal we prepare all year. And you're basically cooking Thanksgiving dinner for 50,000 people. So what kind of support do you have? How large is the staff? So our staff, if you look at the full force, we have, we're going to have close to 1,000 employees in the building. If, uh, if you look at our premium area between 250 and 300, we also have... Um, support system that is coming from outside the state. We have a big, big family within Center Place Sodexo. And um, so we're going to get support from a lot of other chefs from all over the country, which is, you know, the biggest blessing for us. Um, and then, of course, you know, we have the people that are here with us on a daily basis. They are extremely excited to be able to showcase what they're able to, you know, to do what we do on a daily basis. I think right now we just, you know, versus uh, cooking the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Thanksgiving dinner for your family, You're just cooking it for the whole country. <laughs> We're all family here, right? And then I understand that you also have some items being brought in by local businesses. Can you tell me about some of those? Absolutely. So we just finished up one of our uh, actually photo shoots. Um, I'm using local vendors, uh, my pastry, all over the pastry, everything that is coming in for all of our high rollers in sweets is coming from uh, one of our vendors. It's called Pastry is Art. Uh, is she's a lady from Peru. Uh, we were been working together for a long time. So the greatest thing she does is like she can read my mind realistically because I can kind of call her and tell her I am looking for tres leches, bum cake that has, you know, the, I want all the flavors in the bottom. And um, she's making me a coconut uh, bum cake. That's one of our, um, one of the boxes or one of the, you know, the things we offer in for our high rollers as well. 
we're doing uh, K-pops as well for them. And then um, I am actually bringing in uh, paletas, which is popsicles. Uh, they're making with uh, fruit from one of the farms in Homestead, which is, you know, kind of our farm area in uh, closer to Miami. And uh, she's making rose water in coconut, uh, coconut water in lychee paletas for us. Uh, passion fruit with condensed milk. Uh, we do a mango and ginger. And all those are going to be custom makes to bring in the building for us to serve in some of our all-inclusive clubs as well. Um, besides that, we have a farm that is going to bring all of our herbs and greens. It's Greenleaf Farm. It's a hydroponic farm that is about, um, I'm going to say, 65 miles from here. And, um, and then they are really excited, you know, to work with us. We work with them already. Uh, but it, again, you know, for Super Bowl, they're creating some specialty mix uh, for our mixed greens and our kale in uh, microarugula, et cetera, et cetera. Um, besides that, um, of course, we have our vendors, which are partners in the concessions. They're going to be serving the best empanadas in our regular concessions area. And um, we're also going to be serving, of course, our plant-based burgers. And also we're looking at doing gluten-free nachos as well. So um, we're trying to kind of capture a little bit of everything and make sure that whoever comes in the building knows that we do have something available for everybody. And, you know, we're just happy to be the host of, of, of Super Bowl. You really do have something for everybody. Does that include the athletes themselves? Are you feeding the Super Bowl teams? I know you're here year-round for the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins. What do the athletes eat? large amount of pastas usually when it goes out for them uh we do have you know a huge um custom-made uh salad station and fruit station as well um but realistically they love pasta they love eggs so the pasta station and the omelet station get get hit really hard um we're waiting to see who is gonna be here as our guest uh as the team and then we we go from there as we work directly with their plate with their um trainers in order to custom make, you know, their menus as well. But imagine, you know, we will be feeding also press. We'll be feeding, you know, halftime. We'll be feeding um, anybody, every tailgate. So it's just not the inside the building. Remember, the building sort of kind of continuous standing on the outside as well. So we take all the tailgates as well. So anybody who's coming to party is going to be partying with us for sure. Oh my gosh, it sounds amazing to be a guest, but I'm getting stressed out just thinking about the logistics of this. How do you plan this out? You must have one heck of a spreadsheet. That's a lot of notes. I do take, <laughs> I do have a very long, long, long. Um, I do that, you know, I, I, um, uh, I take tons of notes. I think I, what I do is I break it out in, in, into spaces, if you want to call it, you know, I have also, like I said, a main support system in the building. This is not just about me. You know, you, I need every single uh, chefs, every single, you know, my, my bosses, my, the support system of the company that I work for, for Center Play and Sedex. So, so there's, there's, there's more, a lot more than just me in here. Um, I'm just, you know, very lucky and blessed that I'm able to kind of bring the torch into the field as, um, as uh, you know, helping in 
and supporting everybody in the system. I'm, I think I'm more like the firefighter than anything else. I was going to say, I'm guessing that on Super Bowl Sunday itself, you're not the one chopping the onions and making the hot dogs. So what is your role on that day? You're like a ringmaster. I am probably the ringmaster. I call myself a, I'm a support system everywhere. Um, I am very, I like to touch everything. So um, I like to make sure that there is a little piece of me everywhere. Um, of us, you know, all the chefs. I, I think that we take a lot of pride in what we do. And, and that's one of the parts where, you know, every single thing you're going to be eating. Uh, we have the best example. We have a Cuban escabeche uh, where it's, you know, hamachi, pickle onion, sour orange, and then high biscuits. That is going to be made by all of us. Each one of us has a little piece of that in there. Um, so I feel like um, uh, we do, we have, uh, it's almost like um, a religious way to do things and certain people have to touch a certain thing because we all we all have our strengths and our weaknesses and we really rely on each other to continue to move forward with those things so on super bowl day i am a firefighter i am a support system and um i'm there for anybody who needs me so i run a lot i, I walk usually on game day i'm about 11 miles i'm assuming super bowl is going to be about 16 miles or more Oh, wow. You're getting as much exercise as the players. Your Fitbit must just be blowing up. So I'm looking again at the menu and you've got the Calle Ocho Cubano sausage. There's the Isla Morada chicken pop, the key lime pie milkshake, which sounds so decadent. So will any of these become regular menu items at the stadium or after the Super Bowl? Do all of these foods just go away? No, actually, what we did is we really drawn from what we have and what actually worked. You know, the Cubano Ochos is our signature sausage. It's served all over the building, you know, as a mini sausage or as a regular sausage. Now it's going to be an 18-inch dog, which is really cool. And like I told you, it has the bacon and onion spicy jam on it. It's going to be served with the chicharrones, which is very indigenous of us here, or pork crankling in Miami, in uh, fried cilantro and yellow mustard. So really cool, cool, like 18 inch. You want to be walking down the, you know, the the concessions area, kind of carrying that in your hands. That would be very cool. But at the same time, you know, we also know that, uh, you know, it's it's almost like in, in everybody, though. you know, we're going to have a paella station, which how cool it is that you're going to be able to see somebody making paella from scratch. Our pork chop can can. I don't know if you were able to actually look at the description. It's the coolest thing ever. You know, it's like being at the state fair and walk around versus having a, a, a turkey leg. You're going to walk around with the biggest pork chop you've ever seen in your life with a beautiful cross with um, house-made chimichurri sauce brush on the outside. Um, so realistically, I think for us, it's we, we took from everything that has been in the building and we sort of kind of enhance it to be able to, to, you know, again, give a little bit of a taste of what we do on a daily basis. Um, some of the things that probably will, some things will go away. I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, a lot of some things will stay based on certain, certain areas in, in what it worked on. But, um, right now, so far, we, we love everything we have in there for, for those specialty items. And, um, imagine having a Key West, you know, shake with a very large, uh, straw and you, again, strolling down the conquers and sort of kind of saying to everybody. And of course, you know, we're thinking if we want to bring some Baileys or something and just kind of stock it up on your on your shake, why not? So I think it's just about having fun. 
It sounds so fun and so Miami. You guys are really raising the bar for the next host city. You mentioned Bailey's, so let's go there. Let's talk about drinks. What are we drinking with all this fabulous food? We can't just have like a beer off the shelf. Yeah, they are really fun. Um, usually don't stick my hands much in there, but I can tell you that I'm bringing mojito green lime paleta, about one ounce bite, for to, because I'm making mojito floats as well for some of our outlets. I usually don't get my hands into, into drinks. I do all the food. The drinks is for somebody else. <laughs> You're going to need a drink by the end of the night. A lot of mojitos for sure. And you deserve it. Now, are you feeding the halftime entertainment as well? We've got J-Lo and Shakira performing. Absolutely. Just so you know, that's the highlight of my life. Um, I'm extremely, 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 uh, I'm happy. I'm excited. I think that this year, you know, Super Bowl most definitely has set the stage for us as everything, Latinos you know, females to really shine and, and kind of push out there. So I'm doing the, her, the rehearsal halftime and, you know, everything else that goes to that. And I'm going to give you just a little hint. Um, I'm making what we call, I don't know if you know what arroz con gandules is, which is rice and pigeon peas. So I'm making arancinis for them. I'm making the little small arancini style rice and gandules. So uh, very Puerto Rican. We're going to do some, some Colombian uh, empanadas for Shakira. So we really are trying to make them feel home when they're here. So um, I'm very, very excited. And um, we just, you know, we're creating and, and making sure they continue bringing the spirit and the, and the diversity of the city within, and the stadium. And I think we, we most definitely are capturing that at this point. This is amazing. What does it mean for you as a chef and in particular as a Latina chef to be feeding the Super Bowl? It's the biggest sports event of the year featuring some of the biggest Latina superstars, and you're at the center of it all. You're so calm, you're so collected, but really, how are you feeling? I wish I can kind of be jumping up and down, but you know, I, I still have a huge operation to kind of push through. I am just happy, like I said, that we've been given the stage and to sort of kind of set the, set the bar, but at the same time to kind of um, pave the wave, you know, to, to kind of let everybody know that this is possible, that we are able to push through and, and put something amazing out there. And I think my, my goal is to really, really raise the bar to, to the point where whoever it has, uh, it's going to be Super Bowl for next year. It's, it's really have to think through, think hard because we, we have the perfect city the perfect environment, you know, our, our home is the music, the art, luxury spaces are something that, that we are very proud of. It just set us apart. So we have the right, the right stage, like I said, to, to do this, you know, we are world-class fair. When, when you come to Hard Rock Stadium, everything is, is sort of kind of crafted for our guests. And I think that is something that we wanted to really push through. And, and um, I'm excited. Like I said before, I'm really happy, but I'm also um, trying to just to make sure that everybody knows that, that this is possible. So we're paving the way for the, whoever's coming behind us. And that's all that matters at this point. Yeah, you're really throwing down the gauntlet for future Super Bowl host cities. Whoever hosts next year had better bring it. Now, I have to ask you before I let you go, I'm looking at the menu and there's shrimp and lobster tail cocktail, vegan nachos, imported French macaroons, Key West Stone Crab Claw Cocktail, South Florida Seafood Paella, Ladyfinger Paletas, 
This menu is amazing, but I'm not going to be eating any of this food because I'm going to be at home on my couch like most Americans. So what would you recommend for us to step up our own Super Bowl party spread? You know, I, I always tell people, you can go to the market and get a, an amazing sausage or, you know, or a hot dog or, or anything like that. For me, it's about the small details. I think we took something that everybody has somewhere else, because if you think about it, any outlets that you go, any stadium, any uh, marina, everybody offers sausages and hot dogs and chicken tenders and all that. I think it's the details of that. So you can go and get it. Um, I know that we are going to be uh, showcasing or um, printing out one of our favorite in the building, which is our bacon, onion, and spicy relish that we do with our Cubanos. So that could be put on an awesome burger with a, a nice blue cheese or a goat cheese on it. That could be put on a hot dog as well or a sausage. Or you can take my favorite, actually, take an avocado toast and just put a big lump of that um, relish on top of it. And it just tastes magnificent. So I think it's about the details. You know, if you notice... And it's all the things that we do. We we sort of kind of brine things. You know, we we brine our pork chops. We we do house make chimichurri sauce. So I think what we do is we take stadium fare and we sort of kind of elevate it. So you can go home and get ají amarillo, a little bit of a, of a mayo, a little bit of salt and pepper, some uh, ground cumin, mix them up, and that's the best thing that you can actually just drizzle on top of your hot dogs or use it for your wings to dip your, you know, your, you can, you can smoke some wings and, and, you know, at home or something like that. But I think it's about elevating the details of something that is very common and you just got to make it really special. I love that. That actually sounds doable. Well, this has been great. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, you know, we're happy. We're really excited. We are just like, uh, when you're going to, when you're going to, you know, host a Christmas party, this is our Christmas party. This is our time. And I'm just excited to, to be the host and to bring people into our home. So bring it on. Bring it on. Well, Chef D, thank you so much for your time. This was really a treat. Good luck to you on Super Bowl Sunday. And I hope you enjoy that mojito after the game. Thank you, my love. I will for sure. I appreciate your time as well. All right. Ciao. Ciao. That was Diane De La Cruz speaking with Delia Cologne. You can see the Super Bowl Stadium menu on our website, thezestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. If you missed last week's episode, we got the scoop on the Gasparilla Pirate Festival and a couple of great Florida-centric recipes for picadillo and crab chillow. Find them under the recipes tab at thezestpodcast.com. I'm Robin Sessingham. Dalia Cologne and I produce The Zest with help from Megan Trimble, Mark Hayes, and Craig George. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media.